Welcome to episode number 82 of the Kerrville Podcast. Michaela here and John Barrera. All right. So uh, this guest, uh, we've had her uh, family on before. Yeah. Her father. Her father, father has yes. been on. And now it's her turn. What's up, guys? John, you want to go ahead and introduce today's guest? <laughs> Today on episode 82, we have Allison Amistoy with the H.E. Butt Foundation. Awesome. Welcome, Allison. Yeah, so glad that you're here. How are you? I'm great. How are y'all? Doing good. Have you ever been on a podcast before? I have. I actually had my own podcast for like a minute. Yeah, surprise. I didn't mention that. Um, It was interviewing a lot of the women here in Kerrville. And awesome. Yeah. It was just like a short, I think it, we did like eight or nine episodes, but it was really, really fun. So I'm a little familiar with it's podcast a, world. It's a cool thing to do. It's you know? fun. It's really fun. And I listen yeah. to podcasts all the time. So and why don't you, you know, oh, go, go ahead. No, Michaela, that's exciting though. I'm like, why don't you pick it back up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Keep rolling with it. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since I started my knee job, I've been kind of. It's been an adjustment period, just trying to get a new, getting yeah, rolling into a new job and all of that. It was a little more flexible when I was working at Pipe and Plow, but now I have a big girl job. So, so you're at the uh, HE Butt Foundation. Yes. And, and tell us about that. So, uh, the HE Butt Foundation is um, part of, is like one of the charity foundations um, from the Butt family, and it's not HEB. It's not the completely grocery store. separate it's from HEB. It's completely HB. separate. Hmm. We're like distant cousins. And they're down on, <laughs> on is Turtle Creek, right? Is that right? So, yeah, the grocery store was founded on Main Street. And then the, okay. f- the foundation was founded in like the 1930s. But it was by the same family, but it's just set very separate from that. Um, but we work out in Lakey. Um, we okay. have a place in the, called the Canyon. Um, it's like the Frio Canyon, which is where the headwaters of the Frio R- River live. Oh, that is beautiful oh, through there, so too. Good. Yeah. It's fantastic. And so we have Laity Lodge, Laity Lodge Youth Camp, Family Camp. And then we also do a lot of work out in San Antonio um, with impoverished families and working with a lot of organizations and nonprofits out there as well. And also doing a lot of work in Lakey, Lakey, which is really fun. So, and my job is the communications coordinator. Nice. So I just run around and do emails and um, make videos and take photos and just making sure everybody is communicating and we're getting everything we need for all the programs that we have. It's really fun. That is so awesome. It really is. You organize it all or what? I have, like, we have a solid team. So we have, like... My boss, Mr. Marcus Goodyear, um, and he's a Kerrville human. Uh, he's really, really cool. But uh, he's my main boss, and then we also have like a project manager and um, a staff writer and also a graphic designer. So we kind of have like a whole team. I'm just like part of that team. It's just it's been really fun. So. So you're not you're not new to the podcast world, the camera world. <laughs> um, you're a filmmaker also. Yes. And, yeah. And you know, I, I told myself, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to bring up her dad too much. I'm not going to bring, but <laughs> but you how can. can we? How can we not? Like you, you, seriously, you yeah. Have to. I mean, yeah. he's a he's an important so, guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did absolutely. he influence your the trajectory of your life? He kind of did. Um, whether or not I. Want to admit it. <laughs> give him credit. Give him credit. Um, what I think 
with like filming and video editing, one of my main memories of how it kind of started, um, besides just having like a fascination of like how things were being filmed um, with like my favorite movies and always watching behind the scenes clips, um, was we went on this two week trip. My dad took me and my mom and we were in our Honda Accord and we went all around um, Northwest Texas, not Northwest Texas, Northwest United States. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it was. So you got to see a lot on that trip, I'm we, sure. Yeah, it, I was like 10 or whatever. And um, so he was like vlogging this entire trip before vlogging was even a thing. Where's Lewis? Always <laughs> thinking like 12 steps ahead before anybody else. And I was always like fascinated of how he like would edit a video and everything. And so I remember like asking him like, hey, can I like help with making one that's like my own? And that was kind of where it started. And then as I grew older and grew older and went to college, it just kind of kept it up. And I, like, vlogged when I was um, a freshman at Baylor. And um, I worked at the um, broadcasting department. I did video editing there um, at Baylor um, for, the athletic, um, for the athletic department. And, and then when I moved to Kerrville due to COVID – it just kind of kept going, so it's it's been a great it's been a great ride. It's something I really really enjoy. It's definitely one of my passions for sure. So as far as filmmaking, uh, how, what exactly is going on with that? So it's kind of been a little on the back burner at the moment just because of my new job. But what I was doing was mainly kind of documentary style stuff, um, which um, was focusing on different projects throughout the community. And so um, with the two new murals that came up within in 2020, the one that's right across the street from Pint Plow and also yeah. across the street from the farmer's market, um, I captured both of those murals being painted and created, which was really fun. Um, getting to know the artists um, who made that, um, made those murals. And so I got to interview people who were part of that process of getting the murals in and all of that. Um, and then my biggest project, two of the biggest projects I've done, one of them is still in process, um, still working on it. But the other one was um, the Body body Positivity Project with Bella Photography. Yeah. Nice. Um, yes. Um, that was last year. Um, Bella um, did a this is like her passion project. And so she did a photography shoot in 2020 um, with focus on body positivity. And it's really beautiful, like really beautifully taken. And so then this year, um, then last year, um, she was like, hey, Allison, do you want to film it this year? And I was like, uh, duh, yes, sign <laughs> me up. I didn't hesitate at all. And um, so we filmed it and, it was such a great, it was just one of the best projects I've ever worked on, for sure. And it was fun because, like, the Texas Film Commission um, got to watch it. And when they were here for the 40 Under 40 event. Um, and it was just, it was just a really surreal event. And also, like, showing the film, it was, it's like a 20, 25-minute long documentary style. And it's just the women just telling their stories in just a very uh, narrative pattern and just of like all the struggles that they've been through with body positivity. And a lot of them is they're very triggering and very emotional things. 
And then it just kind of leads into how they've grown and how they're moving forward um, with it and them just accepting who they are and accepting their bodies and appreciating their body for what what it is and how beautiful they are, Mm. Um, even if it doesn't meet um, the standards of beauty that in America and in the world that it that we have, but um, that they know that they are beautiful. So yeah, I think that's so important. Not just you know for your body, but for your mind, your mental health, your sure. confidence, and um, you know it, it's almost like social media and and uh, you know magazines back in the day. You know, kind of set a unrealistic standard yeah. of beauty that you know these young women and even young men are trying to trying to get to and it's it's like almost impossible you know so yeah yeah and also like if you think about it a lot of those photos of those women like they're photoshopped they're it's not a real they're not real representations of who they are and what their body actually is and what's a healthy way of just like living and just being who you are and like What's so bad about that? And, and accepting yourself for who you are. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. So, true. so that's yeah. kind of, that's what the whole project was about, is accepting um, who you are and also, and all the struggles that you've been through along the way. Michaela, have you seen some of these models and bodybuilders that after their photo shoot, they like, they just take a normal picture and be like, hey, y'all, just wanted y'all to know this is what I really look like. You know, I, I haven't actually seen them do that. But I tell you what, with like Lightroom, you can get on Lightroom and within like 10 minutes, you can completely change the way a picture of somebody looks. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like you can, there's, there's ways that you can put masks on like different parts of your face and everything. Yeah. And you can use those masks to like smooth out your skin and do all kinds of crazy things. And, And it's, you know, people, people say Photoshop with a lot, but Lightroom is really where people change a lot. And and when you see the finished products, and you'll see it every once in a while, like one of these celebrities, they'll accidentally put an unedited photo out on like their Instagram or something. Yeah. And the internet just goes goes crazy. And there's really no reason. That, and, and they go crazy in a in a kind of a gotcha moment. No, no yeah. It's like, well, oh, look, you're, you made a mistake. You're bad and whatever. And I'm like, but that's... That's the natural that's, you. We're that's human. Natural. That's you know, very sh- naturally you. Shinedown put out a song recently that's called The Dysfunctional Wonderful You mm. is what the name of this song is. I like that. And that, that song, when you listen to the lyrics of that song, that personally helped me so much yeah. you know, to hear that. It's like, here I am. I don't care. Judge me all you want. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't care anymore, you know? Yeah. And it, it really helped me and, and being able to accept yourself for who you are and not worry about that in, in a positive light uh, really helps. It, yeah. And it helps with your confidence too. Your confidence skyrockets. When you accept yourself, it doesn't matter who else accepts you yeah, yeah. because you've already been accepted in here, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it, it just doesn't matter anymore. And yeah. that's when your confidence goes through the roof. I just, sorry, I just got on a rant No, there, that's but, good. Fine. Michaela's yeah. helped me reach an epiphany. You know, if you hear our first episode, at, you know, compared to this one, I used to just be like, oh, I don't want to step on any toes. I don't want to, you know, but now <laughs> I'm just like, you know, who cares? I don't care if we're live. I don't care. I'll, I'll do more social media videos now, like, you know, yeah. promoting myself, promoting what I, you know, real estate, my family, my life, whatever. And, yeah. and um, I, I see, you know, just 
it's who I am, you know? Yeah, exactly. And also, like, one of the main themes of that video was um, we are enough. That was kind of, like, the pivotal, like, saying of the video. And there was a song by this one of my favorite artists. Um, he goes by the name Sleeping At Last. And he wrote a song called um, I Am and like, like, You're Enough. And it was, like, one of the songs that, like, kind of, like, shot, like charted on uh, TikTok. Um, but because it's... It's just a repetition of, like, you're enough, you're enough, you're enough. And so, and it's just, like, what all of y'all have been saying is, you know, it's, like, rep- it's like really just, like, as part of, like, the confidence and everything is recognizing that, like, I am enough for who I am, where I am, and that's okay. And I'm confident saying that I am enough and I don't need to fulfill any other expectations or, um, you know, be afraid or anything. I can just be me. And that's okay. And like you said, no one really cares. No. Nobody, nobody's okay. worried about themselves. Yeah, nobody really cares. They, they don't care. They might say something, but they don't care. No. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And, and that's the thing, you know, the, instead of living by other people's expectations, yeah. live by your own expectations. Yeah. Whatever those are, to find what those expectations are and then live up to those. Exactly. You know? It's true. And, it's No, I'm just, I'm agreeing with you. It's, it's true. Yeah. You know, what... what your situation and and your situation, I I guarantee you that y'all have helped people who y'all weren't even trying to help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all, you like body body positivity. Y'all have probably helped men too. No, and, yeah. And Michaela, y- you've helped me in so many ways. I'm like, look, she's doing it. What the hell's stopping me? You yeah. know, like it just it's just opened my eyes to just yeah. acceptance and just like. Really, who cares? Yeah, and I I love that when men watch it. Because um, when I when I showed it at the Texas Film Commission when they were here, um, one of my friends, uh, Zach, um, he's also a local filmmaker, um, Zach Lyman. Um, he was at Arcadia and he was like there like doing the recording and everything. And so he watched it and he's like, "Oh my god, I had no idea!" And it just kind of opened his eyes of like. You know, a lot of the things that, like, women have to go through, like, we're, like, men have to go through a lot, but women have to go through so much, like, because our bodies change constantly, and we're kind of pushed and pulled and um, in all these different directions. Like, a lot of these women, like, they had to deal with pregnancy and, you know, and there's a lot of pressure on women for body and, like, to be perfect and what it looks to be perfect. And so... For a guy who is, like, 21 to see, like, oh, my gosh, this is what women kind of have to go through. That was, a, that was, like, one of my favorite moments where he's, like, I had no idea. And I'm really glad that I now know. And I can now, like, appreciate what women do. Absolutely. So I was, like, that's the win. That's yes. the win. So. Yeah, that. I think I think uh, everybody should see it. Where can you find it? It's on YouTube. So if you just go into like Story Garden Co. on YouTube, um, and it's it's the BP Body Positivity film, and it should be right there to watch. Um, so it's it's a solid twenty minutes, but it we'll will... link it on the podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. Absolutely. And I, I think I, I remember seeing a, I, I haven't seen the actual video, but I think I do remember seeing a picture. There was a picture that was yeah. up on Facebook yeah. of like twenty five people. Is that is that right? It's about there was. I don't even that was just that. a guess. Just we me. had ten. 
He had 10 girls. The first group okay. was eight. This group was 10, um, which was the, it was kind of like the perfect number. Um, but it was funny because we were like running against time the entire time during the shoot because we were filming it at Golden Hour. And so oh, we yeah. Like, you're, you're like, every second way. matters. Go yeah. Yeah. What's Golden Hour? Oh, Golden Hour is um, like the hour right before the sun sets. So oh, it's like okay. every second counts. Yeah. Every, well, y'all ladies are in filmography and stuff, and filmography. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, that's actually a class. You know? yeah, yeah, filmography. Yeah. I haven't heard that one before. Um, Videography. Footage, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, what cinem- am I talking about? Cinematography. That's oh, yeah, a more okay. appropriate yeah. term. Yes. Allison's uh, setting a screen. Mm. <laughs> Get it right, yeah, guys. Right. Well, I mean, she Get is right, a uh, Baylor graduate and communication specialist. So yeah. let me add that in there. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's awesome. So yeah, I see it I see it right here. So yeah, we'll link that up in the Thank podcast you so much. as well. So uh yeah, that's really cool. So so some films, any other films that you have coming up that you're So I'm currently this has been a two year project. Um and I'm working I'm I have like the first rough cut done and I just need to go back to the draw I need to go back and add some things. Um but I'm working on project um with the Doyle School Community Center. Oh cool. Um yeah. So if you don't know, um that is over in the Doyle district um by Pascal and Quinlan? No, it's not. I don't know. It's on Pascal. <laughs> it's on Pascal Drive. But um so the Doyle School Community Center um uh, was originally the Doyle School which was where um all of the black kids um Went to school um, up until 1963 when um, Kerrville integrated, and all the kids went into Tyvee, and the Doyle School closed down. Um, but there's all of these stories of these, um, I like to call them kids, even though they're in their, like, 90s, um, who went to Doyle, and they also graduated. And so um, in 2020 and kind of in 2021, I, with the help of Clifton Pfeiffer, um, we collected all of these stories um, on film, and it's, oh, wow. it's really, really special. And I bet, yeah. yeah. And it was it's really cool because the community at that time was thriving. Like, they had juke joints, and they also had a lot of big bands come through um, that we— There were some country legends that made this place their home and, mm, you yeah. know, stopped through here regularly that yeah. night. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, but what was really cool is that the school was really the center of the community. And, um, so like the teachers were a huge part of that. And also that's where BT Wilson was the principal, which is where the middle school, um, the sixth grade middle school here was named after was BT Wilson. And he was just like this crazy guy. I, I can't even explain like who he was. Like he was just this renaissance man who had this goal of just teaching and educating all of these kids and making sure that they knew uh, they that they learned basically not just they knew how to write on a test but that they learned and most of those kids and are very well off and um, they've graduated with like flying colors and they went to college and everything um and yeah it's just really it's a really fun project, and it's probably that one and the Body Positivity Project are definitely like my favorite projects I've worked on so far. I am excited for that, <laughs> Michaela. 
Yeah, same here. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I'm hoping, I haven't figured out when I'm going to, when it's going to come out. Um, I wanted to have it done by Juneteenth, but that just didn't happen. But um, but I had it done, the first cut, but I just need to go back and do a few other things. So, um, but I'm really excited to see that one come into fruition. I'm almost so jealous of those interviews. <laughs> I, I wish I was yeah. there. Oh my gosh. It's it's incredible. Just a lot of the stories that came through are just so life-giving and just so much fun to listen to. And um, there's one story that I love where um, these two kids and all these interviews were um, taken separately. And so there's one where two of um, the inter- two of the people that were interviewed told the same story of them sneaking off to go see like a movie um, here in Kerrville. And then, um, BT Wilson, the print, who was the principal, he was like, where are these kids? And one of them, one of the kids like snitched on them. And then, Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so then there was BT Wilson at the movies telling these kids like, get your butt, get, get back just to like school. That. Just get, smacked him. Smacked him like, just get back to school. It was so funny. It was, and what was funny was that I didn't even realize that they were telling the same story until I was like editing. And I'm like, oh, wow. I was like, then it's like it all came together. I'm like, yeah. oh, my gosh, these two, they're the moviegoers. So, you know, it was genuine. And yeah, it was quite funny. That's one of my favorite stories. Yeah. That is incredible. Yes. When you first came to Kerrville. So you you moved from California. Is that right? In 2020? No. So I'm from California. I moved okay. to um, I moved to Texas um, to attend Baylor. Okay, um, and so, then from so, Baylor to Kerrville. Yeah, so my parents moved to Kerrville um, like six months or so before the pandemic. My dad started yeah. working at the Kerrville LA Times. Um, rip. And RIP. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, and so I was just chilling, and I was on spring break, and then Baylor was like, hey, so there's this thing called uh, the coronavirus. We don't really know what it is. So we're going to... That ex- so crazy. So we're yeah. going to extend your spring break. And this was my senior year, by the way. And so like, we're going to extend your spring break for another week. And then we're going to go online for two weeks. And then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be back. Two weeks to stop the spread? Yeah. They were very optimistic, you know? And God, I'm, this shut down. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the, everything. Yeah. The dominoes fell. Yeah. And then... It was funny because like I was like driving back from Florida with my roommates and we we're all like, yeah, we got an extra week and da da da, we beat A and da da da. Because we were also hearing that A and M like only extended like their days to like two two days, and then we were like sitting there actually thinking about everything and we're like, holy crap, what does this actually mean? Oh my gosh, wait, what about this? What about this? What does this mean? What does this mean? And then within a matter of like days, everything just kind of. Screeched to a halt. Yeah. Screeched to a halt, and then I ended up so crazy. Ended up here, and I, it was supposed to be a three-week vacation. Ended up being a two-year vacation. So <laughs> two-year so, stay. John Barrera, he was uh, raised in Center Point. He's lived here his entire life since the day he was born. Uh, <laughs> what? I'm right, right? No, Other than a couple Michaela. years. He just said he was a military kid. And, and uh, oh, I thought you were here from the, your entire life. I thought you were like born in center. Okay. Point. I was born. <laughs> There's no hospital. Michaela. Where was I born in the barn with my feet in the mud? Apparently. My dadgum feet. <laughs> so 
So check this out. I was born in Corpus. Um, I moved to Centerpoint after. So I was born in Corpus when I was like six years old. I went to the Middle East with my father and mother, my whole family, for about four years. I lived in Doha, Qatar for four years. Nice. American School of Doha. I learned Arabic. And uh, yeah, I, I, Dude, that's I, cool. I lived over there. Then I came back in the fourth grade to Centerpoint, and then I started my life here in the Hill okay, Country. Okay, so you came here when you were 10. In the fourth grade. Nine or 10? Uh, probably nine. Okay. I, I came here when I was 19 on a Greyhound bus. Rock on, man. And uh, you came here in 2020. Yes. What was what are the differences here that that you what did you think Kerrville was going to be like versus what is it actually like here? Um I don't know. Cuz you've really gotten to meet some people in the community yeah. and you've really got to be involved, you know, in some community projects and and filming that yeah. stuff. So, so I would say trying to think. So when I I remember when I first like came when um, like on Christmas break and I was like, Oh, this is cute. This reminds me of my hometown. And my hometown is Hemet, California, which is in like deep South, okay, um, deep Southern California next to San Diego. And, um, I was like, Oh, this is probably just like Hemet. I'm like, cool, whatever. But really when it's so like at the beginning of the pandemic, um, my mom actually got like, um, uh, what's the word? Like she was expo- uh, she was exposed to COVID like right at the okay. very beginning, and we're all like, "Oh my god, like we're gonna die!" And yeah, was, we're like, we didn't know. We didn't know. Anything. We didn't. Yeah. yeah, we were just like waiting to like hear if she was gonna test negative and positive because at that point it was like a five day thing, and so we were just like waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. But like during that time, um, so many people from the community that my dad just like met. Um, came and like gave us, um, like they give us groceries, they gave us puzzles and, you know, like, and it was just, that was just so cool. And I was like, wow, this is a real, this is actually a community. <laughs> yeah. That is what, like the definition of community here. Like, it's incredible. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. um, I was like, wow, there's actually something really special here. And then when I started working at Pite and Paul right out after I graduated, um, like I was, they were doing the little graduation video board ceremony. I was like working at Pie and Plow when they did that. And um and just getting to know everyone in the morning and that was the morning barista at the time. Okay. And um just really seeing just that sense of community and um, you know, talking to people and getting to know one another. Nothing's really nothing's like shallow here. I actually can get to know people and get to know their stories and stuff. And that's something really special you don't normally get. And obviously, I still like it. <laughs> I'm still here. Yeah. So, We're happy to have you, Allison. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for that sure. That was a good question. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I. You don't meet too many people in Kerrville that, you know, were from California, went to school in Baylor, and then ended up in Kerrville, you know? You just, it's, you it's don't. Strange. No. It's strange. Yeah, you don't. Sure. And, uh, you know, to, so to, to hear that, and, and, and that's the same thing that, I mean, it, people. When they come here, they don't expect that to happen. Yeah. They, because I, I tell you what, uh, where I came from in St. Louis, uh, there was nobody helping anybody. It was yeah. everybody for themselves. 
You know, it was the rat race. Everybody was in it for themselves. And it's not yeah. like that here. It's like an actual like community here yeah. where people show up for each other here. It's, it's, it's really nice to, to be part of something like that for sure. One thing that I really like about Pint, Pint and Plow, and were you there at this time during Ice Apocalypse? Uh, Pint yes. and Plow stepped up and gave out free water for the community, which yes. was really cool. Yeah, it was really, that was a, that was a fun, fun time. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jeremy, my previous boss, he stayed up for hour like all night just um clean like using getting clean water and just boiling water so that everything like all the water was clean and so that he can give it out to people who needed it. And uh, people were struggling. I mean, the electric was, was off, you know, yeah. the, the we had rolling blackouts at the time. Yeah. And and he stepped up and made sure that anybody that needed water in this community could swing by and get some water. Yeah, it, it was, was really cool to see. Yeah, we also like gave out um, like food and everything else. I actually helped out in that process, but um, yeah, and it was funny because he actually like, gave us like a uh, a keg of water <laughs> for us to a have keg? a full like keg, like, like a like was it, like pressurized. Uh, yeah, to where you like, could <laughs> yeah. Did you do a keg stand? <laughs> huh? Did you yeah. do a keg stand? <laughs> Had no, the I'm whole kidding. thing. It was great. And water bombs. <laughs> <laughs> And it was funny. Right. It was so funny because Jeremy was just like, <laughs> it "Sound right?" And no, it doesn't. But it's it's great. And it was funny as Jeremy was like, "So how's that keg water?" And I'm like, "It's pretty good, Jeremy. I'm not, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. It's pretty good. It kept us going." But like during that time, like, so we live over on Southway, so it's like up in the hills. So we were. We couldn't really move. You were stuck. We were kind of yeah. just stuck. Oh yeah, because you go down that hill, you're sliding. Oh yeah, for sure. So dangerous. Yeah. And so, but we didn't have any water, but luckily we had electricity. So, but we were. You're on that hospital district over there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, note to self, always live next to a hospital. Um, So we constantly had to like shovel up snow and boil it. And I was just like, like, dad, we're basically camping right now. This is, this is what we're doing. We're camping in our house. Except we have like le- le- we have electricity, thank goodness. Well, so, so since you've been here in the two years that you've been here, you've been through COVID, you've been through the ice apocalypse. Yes, it's been. Uh, yeah, I yeah went through COVID. Uh, graduated from college, started a new job, went through a f- freeze, which was fun, um, and then did video projects on the side, and then yeah. I started a new job. In February, so good awesome. for you, Allison. Thanks, man. Really. All right, that's gonna wrap up episode eighty-two. John, you got anything else today? Yeah, um, that that was fun. It was. Yeah. I learned a lot about you. It was very fun being here. Thank yeah. you for inviting me. I got yeah, a very grateful for you to be here today. Absolutely. Thank yeah, you. I'm gonna look up uh, sleeping at last. You're enough. Yes, everything's sleeping positivity. at last. Everything's sleeping at last. Please, you have to listen to him. I'm he gonna dive so, deep. It's real. He's. He's a fantastic artist. He's one of my favorites, for sure. All right, there you go. That's going to be episode number 82 of the Kerrville Podcast. Allison Amistoy here. Uh, a- episode 83 is coming up Thursday, Thursday right, Thursday, yes. Okay, so yeah, episode 83, Thursday. You can get this podcast on Kerrville Podcast. You can get it on Google Podcasts, on on Apple Podcasts, KerrvillePodcast.com, and Facebook Podcasts. Have a great one. We'll see you Thursday.